the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I am Andrea K. Dynamite in a dress, busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy every night of the week here on The Answer San Diego from 6 to 7. We are streaming right now again on uh, Facebook Live on The Answer San Diego Facebook page, as well as into our private group, Kaniacs. Shh, if you want to be a part of that great uh, conservative group, uh, go over to Kaniacs, spelled K-A-Y-E. N-I-A-C-S and click to join uh, that group there because and let me assure you now more than ever you're going to need to want to want to make sure that you're posting in a group that's not going to put you on an enemy's list and target you uh, for destruction regardless of what happens with this election follow me on Twitter as well at Andrea K Show and on Instagram and at Andrea K Show on Parlor uh, we and, and we absolutely do want to support Parlor every topic I have for you to, uh, tonight involves a discussion of what we can do to repay our veterans. Some who all sacrificed something, some sacrificed all. And I know it can get confusing between Memorial Day and Veterans Day. Memorial Day is the day in which we specifically honor those who paid the ultimate sacrifice for us in in terms of in our country. But Veterans Day today is the day in which we thank everyone who has worn the uniform of the U.S. military, all branches, including my favorite, the Marines. I even got some Navy peeps in my family. I got air, you know, I, I've got all branches in my family, even though I'm the daughter of two Marines. And I got to thinking today, and this is a question that I want to post to you guys today as well. You can call in tonight, 888-344-1170. We're doing a no guest, uh, you know, show again tonight to make sure that we've got time for you guys to call in. But I got to thinking today, you know, it's not enough to just say thank you to, to our vets. It's not enough. I know personally, being a child of two Marines, the sacrifice that families make, even when they're not you know, going off to battle. It, it, it's not enough to just say thank you, in my opinion. How can we repay them for the sacrifices that they've made and are, are making right now in serving our country in the military? And I got to thinking about that in relation to the topics that we have tonight. But I'm posing the question for you guys for ideas, because these are men and women that risk their lives for very little money and the benefits they get, the Veterans Administration and military medicine, take my word for it, ain't enough. To fight for the preservation of our freedoms in the U.S. Constitution that is being shredded right now as we speak. 
And that's exactly what's going on when we see we're going to get into the details tonight. We're going to be talking about updating you guys on the fraud efforts taking place to steal an election. We're going to be talking about continued shutdowns in San Diego and California. What's going on with with what Joe Biden plans to do to this country if he's allowed to steal the election. And I got to thinking about all these topics tonight and I got to be thinking about how can we repay our veterans for their service? Given everything that's going on in the country today, and before I give you guys my answer, I want to bring in my man here who who fights with me every night uh, to do what we can do in raising our voices, but even that's not enough. And of course, I'm talking about my man. It's DJ Potato Skins. We have a gentleman is a man of great character and intellect. DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. But this mail-in voting where they've mailed indiscriminately millions and millions of ballots to people... You're never going to know who won the election. You can't have that. No, it'll be a it's it's a catastrophe waiting to happen. And coming off of that, which, again, I am playing every night until this mm-hmm. thing is gotten through to the other side uh, to answer your question, Andrea, uh, both my grandfathers, God rest their souls, um, were served in the army. Um, one was uh, in a tank, the other one flew planes, and they were both tremendous men. And hearing you speak in the intro there, what? How can we repay that service and for all the other thousands and thousands of people that have served this great military, no matter what branch? And saying thank you is great, but it's it's not enough. And whether you're conservative or whether you're liberal, that is not the issue. The issue is that this election was not fair. It was rigged. It is still being rigged to try and get us to not come up with the proper results. Mm -hmm. And if you want America to stay America for what they fought for, my Mm -hmm. grandfathers and their grandfathers and everybody else, then you need to stand up regardless of what side of the fence you're on and say, you know what? Let's do this the right way. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, in my mind, Andrea, you are spitting in the face of every single person that has put on that uniform. Absolutely. What we need to do to repay them is we need to join them in the battle. What do they do in the U.S. military? They fight to preserve our freedoms. In addition to the fact that our U.S. military has become the force that d- delivers, you know, goods and, and, you know, food items. And we're the, we're the humanitarian force for the world. We're the world that after the tsunami in Thailand, that it was our military that went and provided aid and comfort. We're out there. It's our military out there that's building infrastructure and schools and, and feeding and, and handing candy to kid, kids around the world. I mean, we use our U.S. military not just to fight other people's battles to be the military and the police force for the rest of the world it, 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 you know it's also we are the greatest humanitarian force for good in the world and and the burden that we put on our military uh, is is a burden in in terms of fighting for our freedoms fighting to preserve the american way of life fighting for the u.s constitution as well as being the greatest force for good for the rest of the world depends on america staying america and they and our military fight and and, and take the oath to fight enemies both foreign and domestic we do have enemies in this country that seek to destroy this country and we are not doing our part as a nation if we don't join the battle to preserve our freedoms ronald reagan said that our freedoms were never more than a generation away and we're not fighting we're not joining the fight with our military we we, and most most many of you are 
Many of you are like my friend Bob Walters, who who it runs a very successful freight management company by day and spends every off hour fighting to turn around and stop the indoctrination in our schools. How many of you go to how many of you go to school board meetings and push back against the indoctrination that is destroying the lives of children and ultimately meant to destroy this country? And it doesn't matter if you have kids in school or not. It doesn't. What are you doing? Uh, I was listening to Charlie Kirk last night, and and he did a brilliant job from breaking down and getting into. To, uh, some philosophical and some deep political science stuff and talking about how the Democrats, we used to mock uh, you know, Barack Obama. He's just a community organizer. And Charlie Kirk went, in, went into this long explanation about the differences between conservatives and, and re- Republicans and Democrats, about how we like to play in the idea space. And we like to get on Facebook and social media and talk about ideas and, and be wonky about policy and, and you know economics and taxes and all this kind of stuff. And the Democrats are all about just machinery. They're about boots on the ground and, 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 and taking over the school boards, taking over our schools, taking over the business place, taking over entertainment, taking over media, taking over every aspect of our society, as well as the machine that they have on the ground. They are constantly looking for ways in which they can just force the system, force their way to get more votes over Republicans, no matter how Ill- illegitimate it is, no matter how fraudulent it is. And we are not active like they are. The only way that we can repay our United States military for the sacrifices they make is if we're willing to make some sacrifices on our own, whether sacrifices on our time and get out there. And were we out there on the street? How many of you out, out there did like family members of mine and, and volunteering and spending all day polling places, making sure you're doing your part to make sure that the, that what happens at the polls are, are done well where there's 131 affidavits in the state of Michigan alone about electioneering and fraudulent activities that took place. We wouldn't have that if we did not have volunteers that were willing to be out there and do it. Are you? What are we? How many of you out there have thought about and considered running for office, whether it's the water board, the school board? There is no too small of a position for which you can run. Because that's because it starts at the grassroots level. That's how they've managed to get to where we are today. That's where they have the machine in place. We're so many times as Republicans, we're looking at the top of the ticket and we're not paying attention. So have you volunteered? Are you planning to go to a rally this weekend? And let me tell you, appearances matter. Optics matter. There is a march and that's why there's a MAGA rally in D.C., million MAGA rally in D.C. this weekend. And Twitter and I think Eventbrite took down the event, didn't want anybody to know about it because they know that it matters. They know that that if it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, it's a duck. I know that there's some that saying size of rallies doesn't mean anything about momentum or anything about, you know, the state of the race. But absolutely it does. There is nobody that believes today that that President Trump got eight million more votes in 2020 than he did in 2016. But somehow the hatred against Trump and the movement against him was bigger uh, now than it was in 2016. It matters because it sends a message to those on the ground that we are not going to put up with no matter how this ends up. We as Americans, we are part of the of the, the we are on the side of our military who swear to uphold. The rule of law. We swear to uphold the U.S. Constitution. We are doing our part to preserve this country and defend our freedoms against any enemy, foreign and domestic, who wants to steal it from us. Have you donated to the legal fund? Even if it's $5. 
Harmeet Dillon was on a show. You know, Harmeet's been on here. I didn't ask her to come on. She's gracious enough to take time to come on once a week. I think on average she's been on the show. There is a, There are thousands of attorneys unpaid that have been dispatched across this country to fight this battle for you. Have you donated? Because ain't nobody paying them. They're doing this on their own. Are you an attorney in San Diego? Are you a Republican one? And I know. I know that the Bar Association, I know that primarily most attorneys that, that I've come across, uh, you know, are, are, are liberal. And there's a reason for that. You know, our government is primarily run by attorneys. They're adversarial and they know how to work the system and manipulate it for themselves. They got skin in the game. There's a reason why most attorneys are liberal that I've come across. But if you're a conservative or even if you're a liberal and, dem- and a Democrat and you're like Skins was talking about who said, we, if you care at all about the future of this country, then you should care about making sure the outcome is legitimate. And as I said last night, we accepted in 2012 that Barack Obama beat Mitt Romney. We didn't, we, there were no recounts launched. There was no mass movement in the streets. We believed it. <laughs> you know what? Those of us who watched Mitt Romney, we believed it. In fact, I called it the night of the second debate. I said Mitt Romney just lost it. There's no way that he could stand up and say that his family is not going to suffer at all and is going to be absolutely just fine and and suffer no repercussion whatsoever from an Obama reelection and win the presidency. You basically said it doesn't matter whether or not you win. Why would anybody vote for you, numbskull? You know, you didn't give anybody a reason. So we we didn't contest that. We didn't contest 2008 because you know what? We saw McCain and we, you know, we accepted it. You know what? He handed that to Barack Obama. And I remember all they said leading up to the election this time around. Hey, all Trump needs to do is significantly increase the woman vote and the minority vote. And he has got this thing in the bag. Well, let's see. He did both those things. Right. Yeah. He did everything they said he needed to do. He got the minority vote. He got the suburban women vote. You know, he you know, he got, you know, more people to the polls, 71 million votes. And let me tell you, you can you can count on them being legitimate. He did everything he was supposed to do. He took Florida. He took Ohio. He did everything he was supposed to do to legitimately win. But my point is, is there a possibility that Joe Biden and some people might say that it's mathematically, statistically impossible, mathematically and statistically impossible for some of these counties in places like Pennsylvania, places like Michigan, for him to get one hundred thirty eight thousand votes out of one hundred thirty eight thousand. That that is statistically impossible. But even if you believe that it's possible and you believe that Biden won legitimately, then you should be okay with with verification of that. And you should be outraged. You should be outraged and angry right now that that in Pennsylvania and in Michigan, that they were keeping people from seeing what was going on. That in Georgia, did you guys know? I said I said in election night that Georgia was supposedly in the arena and State Farm Arena was going to have to stop counting because the pipe burst. Do you know that there's no record of any pipe burst? There was no order in to I go had fix not a heard pipe. That. Yeah, no. Right. If you believe that Biden won, you should be angry right now at this at the amount of stench from Michigan to Nevada to Pennsylvania and Georgia, and you should be welcoming so that your man could 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 legitimately take the presidency and be inaugurated. And you should be angry at him today that in the first debate with Chris Wallace, that he was specifically asked whether or not he would claim any victory prior to the certification of votes. And he said, no, this man is a liar. But of course, you know that. And that's when he's cogent. We're going to take a break. I'm past the point of, uh, uh, of needing to take a break. When we come back. We're going to get into update you on some breaking news in terms of uh, uh, Georgia and Pennsylvania, Michigan and beyond. 
We've got updates on the whistleblower out of Pennsylvania, as well as uh, some coronavirus to chat about. And we would love to hear from you. 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. Kaylee McEnany says that uh, Trump is in good spirits. He feels as though these lawsuits are going to be headed to the Supreme Court. So he is evidently President Trump is in sync. He's got a mind meld with my man, Potato Skins, who put on the show sheet for me tonight. Remember, optimism wins the day. Hashtag MAGA Always. Hashtag here comes the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, but you ain't got your MAGA hat on, baby. You need I to- keep forgetting it at home when I'm running out the door. I know. Okay. Um, before we get into uh, some other breaking news of the day, we're going to go to the phones. It looks like our buddy Joe from Vegas is on the line. He's got some things he wants to say. Hello, Joe. Hey, good evening, everybody. I just wanted to let you know that, yes, I'm in line with the legal team. I've donated 100 to them. I've given 50 to Leffler. I've given 50 to the Purdue campaigns to help this out. We need the Senate. Yes, we need the Senate. If this happens to go wonky on us, at least we got the Senate. And so I've been contributing to them. I contributed to both their campaigns during the election. So, you know, and, and the next thing is, is, these people that you were saying that they should be, you know, so distraught over this, you know, they just don't care. Their hate for Trump blinds their judgment. Mm-hmm. And I've seen this a thousand times and I've been referred to as a racist by a friend of mine that I thought was a friend of mine because I'm a Trump supporter and Trump wasn't a racist, but he supported, he made it easier for racism to live freely in this country. And I, and I, I had to throw up in my mouth, pardon the expression, <laughs> because it just is just like out of this world. And, and I mean, God bless America. Where else in the world? People are not trying to get out of this country. They're trying to get into this mm-hmm. country because it's so great. And we need to stand up. And especially on a day like today, we need to thank our veterans. Yes. We need to thank everybody that served. And, you know, I know you're a proud Marine child. Mm-hmm. And God bless it. My father was a Marine. But, you know, I was in the Navy. So, I mean, it's one of them things. that. My unofficial god, my unofficial godson, by the way, is at the Naval Academy. So my nephew was in the Navy. So I do love some Navy. I hear you. I hear you. But you know, when your dad's in the Marine Corps and you join the Navy, that's like what? Oh, Daddy wouldn't have let that happen if I had decided to go be a be a squid. Daddy would have never let that happen. You can count on that. I did. But (laughs) um, but yeah, I'm glad you brought up these allegations. It's completely irrational. And before the before the election, I said, was the rational going to beat the irrational? As it turns out, um, really, what we're fighting is not just a rational thought, but uh, well, in a sense, we are because any anybody that's going to sit back as an American and be okay with an election being stolen, being be okay with the. There's a thread that I tweeted. Um, that is just post after post after post, tweet after tweet, chronicling the people that are 170 years old who registered to vote and voted from Michigan to Pennsylvania. Why would you be okay? Let me ask you this, uh, Americans. Why would you be okay with your vote being stolen by a dead person? Why are you, because you somehow think that this is, this is going to work out to your benefit in the end? Uh, it never works out to anybody's benefit, does it, Joe, when you're, when any, when any fellow Americans writes, 
are being taken away from us. It's never works out. And the good guys are never the ones who foster division but through through hurling uh, names of racist. Uh, I think Travis Twitt, who's a country singer, said, I am not going to unify with people that have spent the last four years calling Trump supporters misogynist, homophobes, uh, xenophobes, racist, and on and on and on. They don't just hate Trump. They hate us, Joe. They hate us. And I mean, there's no need to hate us. In the end, we're all Americans. That's right. I mean, that is the thing. We're all Americans. People don't seem to grasp that. I mean, there was a thing I read the other day that said, it's not a Republican thing. It's not a Democrat thing. It's an American thing. And I think everybody needs to stand up and start acting like Americans. Absolutely. Because, you know, I, uh, I am not horrified by a Joe Biden. I'm not as horrified by a Joe Biden presidency and as frightened of a Joe Biden presidency as I am to live in an America where an election was allowed to be stolen. That's ultimately what it's about for me. It's not even about President Trump himself or Joe Biden. It's about the future of this country. And if the Democrats are allowed to steal it now, then then we then any elections going forward will be theater. It will be just show. It'll be like these these hearings that we have that never provide any accountability to anybody. Joe, thank you. God bless you. You are repaying veterans. Uh, you know, uh, uh, if uh, whether or not you wear the uniform right now, did you say you were Navy at one point yourself or your family? Yeah, I was Navy. You were Navy. Navy. So you're repaying yourself and your fellow veterans. You're you're continuing to fight for the Constitution by donating. I don't mean for tonight's show to be a fundraiser. If you don't have any cash to give, can you volunteer for free? Can you just go to a rally and use your voice? Can you just go to parlor? Can you stop watching the mainstream media and Fox News? I know that Tucker is doing some great work, but every Every time that there's an eyeball on Fox News, you keep a propaganda outlet alive because they are able to continue to sell advertising on there. One of the things that we can do is know who's with us and who's against us and not support those who are fighting against this country. Joe, thank you so much for being here. You're a patriot. Thank you so much. And there's a there's a big rally coming up this weekend, Saturday at the election committee here in Las Vegas. If anybody is in the area and wants to come up, we're having a big rally out here. Omega. Right. Awesome. Awesome, Joe. Well, uh, maybe you call back and let us know how it went. We'd love it. Oh, I'll definitely do it on Monday. I'll call you back. Sounds Thank good. You so much. God bless you. God bless you, too. I guess the Biden campaign is complaining that they're not being allowed to transition. Why would you? You're a, tr- you're a trespasser at this point, dude. You wh- take your time, even if you did win it fair. Well, I mean, if he was if it, it, no, because nothing's been certified yet. At this point, you're a trespasser. At this point, you're like the dude that, that manufactured his own little aircraft and tried to fly it across the tried to tried to fly it over the Get fence. Get off the fence, Joe. Right. What do we do to people who do, who trespass the White House and try to hop the fence? What do we do to them? You're a trespasser, Joe Biden. Oh, he says he's he's not concerned with whether or not he's being certified. They're actually on the phone with foreign governments. Uh, wait, um, weren't you, Joe Biden, the one who sat in a January 5th meeting in 2017 and actually said that the way to go after Michael Flynn was the Logan Act because he was on the phone with with a Russian ambassador? You know what? If if this is where Republicans, if if we if we really had the fight in us, and we need this is why I'm saying, how do we repay our military? Our military, I mean, these are the baddest of the baddest dudes in the world in our U.S. military, and I and I'm including women in that. What somebody Gorka was reading a post somebody wrote today. What would Patton do? What would Patton do? Patton would be right now threatening the Trump, the Biden people. Hey, one of you picks up a phone and talks to a foreign government. We're coming after you under the Logan Act. One of you tries to. 
get through the door virtually or physically through the door, we're going to treat you as a trespasser that you are. That's what Pat, my man Patton would be doing, right? He'd be balls to the walls. That's pretty accurate. He'd be balls to the walls. You ain't welcome here, man. Don't you be trampling the voices of the, of the American people. You wait your turn, man. You come to us legit or you better not come at all. We're going to take a break. We come back. We are going to get into some updates in terms of legalities happening. We've got some updates in terms of coronavirus and as well as the vaccine. There's some really scary reports that have come out today about the plans for the vaccine going forward. And even if even if Trump wins uh, and manages to get certified and, and, and pull the pull the heist away from the Democrats. This is something that we all need to need to know that's coming and be prepared to, to be like our military and fight for our freedoms. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Sorry, I, I almost lost my cue there. Don't mind me. I'm just obsessing over food videos on Instagram. <laughs> that's what I. That's my favorite thing to do. That's what I. That's what I look at on Insta. Yeah, and I'm guilty. Video. I post pictures of my food. So yeah, I'm. Oh man, some of these pizza. Are you deep dish or or thin crust? Oh, you got to go deep dish all the way. Oh, really? Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm watching this pizza pot pie that looks amazing out in New York. Um, I love it all. I'm, I'm partial to thin crust just because if it gets too thick, then I can't eat much of it. I like that statement, though, because I really don't discriminate. Pizza's yeah. good. Oh, my gosh. These, some of these things are killing me. All right. Um, back to the lecture at hand, as Snoop Dogg would say. Okay, so Georgia has called for, for a recount, and a hand recount, by and the I. way. Well, yeah, I'm liking it. I'm I'm liking it only if I got to put a little disclaimer here. I got to do a little asterisk only if this means that they're going to somehow have the ability to to cite to 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 discern and to extract the illegal votes. Because what is the point of a recount if we're going to recount and include illegal votes? And I don't know if Georgia's in the same situation as Pennsylvania to where um, Pennsylvania clearly has all these mail-in ballots that they allowed to happen against the uh, state laws. And they were ordered by Samuel Alito to separate them out. Word is they haven't. Once they've been mixed, there's no way to separate them out. I know that Georgia is doing um, the ballot harvesting thing, which is illegal. Um, I don't know all the particulars of the illegalities involved in curing. Curing is where they go, oh, this person here didn't fill it out right with the mail-in ballot. Their signature doesn't match. They didn't get the postmark. Let's go back to this person's house and have them do it right. The issue with that, even if curing is legal in the state of Georgia, there's lawsuits been filed by the Trump administration, if not in Georgia, in Pennsylvania and in general, that say that that's discriminatory. Because I don't get to do that. If you went in person and you voted, what you you did on your paper ballot and you put in the machine, it's done. Yeah, I would just say you missed out. Sorry. Right. So it's discriminatory that one voter gets preferential treatment. They get they get a mulligan. They get a second shot at their vote when another person doesn't. So I'm not. So I'm actually at this point when we have one hundred and thirty one signed affidavits from Michigan involving everything from one gal. We've got a new gal that's come out today from. 
from Michigan who says that um, there were um, faked ballots. She saw the same signature over and over. Um, there were ballots with no dates on them. We know that in one state alone, I think Michigan had 10,000 dead people voting, dead people voting in Pennsylvania. You know, it is such a mess. Uh, Dominion. We've been talking about these voting machines. Uh, update on Dominion. Um, there was a video I posted to f- Facebook that they were warned, the United States government was warned about these machines, warned about the fact that they were subject to hacking, warned about the fact that they were, they were designed to where the voter has no ability that they have a, they have, are, are subject to have the votes changed once somebody goes and votes. It can, the software can be set up, which is what's already been determined has happened in at least one district in Michigan to flip the vote after the fact and because it's done with these proprietary barcoding there's no way for you as a voter to know and on top of it a couple more things I learned about Dominion today these these it was originally a company out of Canada as well as um, uh, I think um, uh, I can't remember the name it's like Ukraine is another uh, it's not Ukraine but it's um, part Canadian company part another company that's an Eastern Bloc in addition to Dianne Feinstein being a shareholder Dan Quayle is a shareholder and we know that the Bush family and the Bush administration is anti-Trump did you guys know I heard this from Jennifer Horn out of Salem out of LA today on Gorka's show the Dominion, for the, the results are sent to the owners and operators of Dominion before they're sent to any secretaries of state. Never heard that. So we have foreign owned. Now, there are some big investors that, that are Democrats in this. That in and of itself is a concern. But we've got primarily foreign owned voting machines and voting systems. And another thing that's been alleged that these is that they're, they're locked into, they're, you know, online with the Internet, which makes them even more subject to, to, um, hacking foreign owned and they're getting the results we know that in one county alone one county alone it flipped it flipped that county um from by uh trump to biden that the system and this software the hammer and scorecard software and these dominion machines are used all across the country there's a video i put on facebook in which a software analyst warned the american government not to do this Even ABC did a report years ago that said, why are we going to these expensive machines that are subject to hacking when they're way more expensive than paper ballots? I don't think they would listen to us. But on that count alone, Andrea, this is where I would say, if I were the Trump team, take that allegation alone to the Supreme Court, gather the evidence you can say, you know what? Sorry, guys, we want to redo the entire election. We need redo. I'm not I'm not interested in recounts when we can't be assured that the recounts are not include not going to include counting illegal votes. And any of you have a problem with a redo, well, you should have a problem with the Democrats who put this crap in place and did did this, who refused to purge voter rolls of dead people, actually went around and registered dead people. And we know it was Democrats doing it because these are all votes for Biden, by the way. So, you know, it's not Republicans that are going around and picking the names of dead people, registering them to vote in Pennsylvania and then voting voting Democrat on behalf, you know, uh, of dead people. I guess dead people don't like to vote GOP. Right. So I'm not really that interested. Yeah. I'm not really that interested in revotes, uh, uh, recounts at this point. I want revotes. Has it ever been done in the United States before? No. So, so we're just never going to do it? Aren't you, aren't you Democrats, the party of progression? And if you're not going to do it nationally, at least, you know what? Every swing state that's been contested, those are redos. Yeah. And you know what? You got to go to the polling place. You got to do it. And it's got to be on a paper ballot. You can't make it. You and don't you, vote. Yeah. And, you know, like in the case of Michigan, where this gal, uh, you know, is saying that um, uh, 
when she was questioning that these were blank ballots, she goes, you know, or, or it's a blank ballot. It's being scanned in and nothing comes up and it's unfound in the system because that's the way they were supposed to match it against the voter rolls. She went and asked the supervisor and like, oh, it's already been checked uh, by the by the registrar of voters people. And she's like, well, then it would be in the system. So, you know, um, I, I don't know how we can. That's that's one of the things that's gone on in Michigan. And if that's that. If once they took a, a ballot that was fraudulent and filled it in and cured it to make it, and it's now included, I don't know how you separate that. You, if you, you even can't can. separate it out, and 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 it's even d- difficult for me as many hours as I've spent looking at this stuff to even explain it. It's that convoluted. It's orchestrated chaos, and that makes it easy for them to 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 the more complicated it is the more different ways that they've done to pull this off it 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 allows them to go well there's no way that we can extrapolate it out we just have you just have to accept the results and move on no we don't what about the basis uh, in several states and i know in pennsylvania that's tricky because i think they extended it whatever but in all the states that are in play because this happened in almost every single state where biden was behind and then took the lead say you know what these ballots that came in after election night no we're not accepting them sorry they weren't here in time right well the problem is is that they've already been included and they've been taken out of the uh, out of the protective envelope and one of the reasons why what that process was supposed to be and what we were assured was somebody gets the mail in ballot and they fill it out and they put it in a privacy envelope and then and return it. And then both parties, Republican and Democrats, are Look supposed to be there at the point of which the envelope is opened. And they weren't. We have no way now. There's no way in my mind that these recounts can accurately count the votes. So I think it's I, I, I'm not interested in that. And I don't care whether or not there's ever been a redo in the United States election before. You Democrats are all about coming up with new ways. We never did, had the mail-in balloting before either, have we? So you know what? Let's do a redo. Uh, something else was suspicious that came up in Pennsylvania. I think it's something like 25,000 absentee ballots or mail-in ballots were sent out and stamped returned back to the post office on the same day. Oh, yeah, that sounds legit, right? Uh, Let's get into the whistleblower. Speaking of Pennsylvania, um, uh, NC Nolte at Nolte NC. I don't know his real name, but he's his Twitter is just he's amazing. You guys need to follow him on Twitter if you're still doing Twitter. He says this Project Veritas thing whistleblower comes forward with claim of systemic voter fraud, signed sworn statement. Federal agent comes after him with quote stress techniques which are caught on tape. Federal agents lie to the media. He recanted. Am I missing anything? Well, yeah, because there's a little bit more. Let's update you on the story of the whistleblower that suddenly is hated because, you know, I'm old enough to remember when whistleblowers were, you know, treated like they were kings in this country. Uh, Eric Chimarella. Um, the federal agent, Russell Strasser, who interrogated this. This is from Project Veritas. Uh, we all saw the video of him. That Russell Strasser, who interrogated and used coercion tactics on uh, the whistleblower Richard Hopkins, has ran an anti-Trump burner account called at Titans fan Jeff. Here's just a couple of things that this guy tweeted. For your plans tonight, do not watch Trump's town hall, not even for the schadenfreude. All he cares about is ratings. Don't give them to him. Otherwise, for the next 19 days, all he'll talk about is how his ratings were better than Biden's in place of answering real questions. Because remember when we didn't have the the debate, uh, they both had competing town halls. Here's another one from the same guy uh, that bullied 
uh, the whistleblower. This election has been a ride. Everyone said be patient. Everyone said the initial in-person vote counts would be a, quote, red mirage. Everyone said the slower counted mail-ins would lean heavy blue. But boy, is it satisfying to watch Biden close the GA forward slash PA. So is it any wonder now this guy is going to go into this whistleblower and beat him up and bully him and use coercion tactics that are typically meant to get somebody to admit to a crime they didn't commit? Which is exactly what he did here. In fact, Jack Posobiec tweeted out, former Gitmo interrogators tell OAN if the USPS wanted to get information from the whistleblower, they should have used a cognitive interview. This is just coercion. It's the type of pacing and leading used to falsify confessions or force someone to recant. But he says he didn't recant. He did a video and said it was crap. And then, oh, by the way, the same uh, anti-Trump guy who went in there to bully him into recanting obviously leaked it to WAPO who said he recanted. And he did a video and said, I didn't recant. Not a bit. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk coronavirus, China virus, Joe Biden's plans, uh, which also mirror current uh, Democrat governor's plans for us. And y'all need to know about it and be prepared to think about how are you going to repay the military by joining the fight and fighting for our freedoms. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. A-K, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Evidently, things are so bad over at Fox FNC, they've had to hire a crisis management team. I mean, they went after election night from being double the ratings of CNN and MSNBC to coming in an abysmal third. Um, You know, I think that, you know, I get that some some of you are, you know, still wanting to support certain people on there, but that's why they have certain people on there to keep you watching that network. Real change. Uh, to uh, uh, if if you want to put any pressure on them to to actually be a news outlet, stop watching. Stop stop watching. It's the only way you're you're going to do it. And uh, there's a report out about this crisis management team. Uh, somebody said about the announcement. Uh, Brett Bear, by the way, deleted a tweet that exposed the backlash. He said something like, "Oh, tune in later," and got like twenty five thousand responses of uh, "No." Hard pass, hard pass. Um, well, we used to have Fox on the center TV there, not yeah. anymore. Yeah, a guy named Tom Lynch said, I've spent most of my career in marketing and communications. Crisis management has certain commandments you must follow. Fox will fail because it is clear they won't follow them. Number one, take responsibility. Number two, be transparent. Number three, apologize. Number four, be accountable. And that's absolutely true. Uh, in the meantime, people have been wondering, where where is Melissa Francis? Uh, you know, she was the one on Outnumbered who jumped in and tried to tell Rudy Giuliani, oh, you better not be talking about George Soros. Her husband works for Soros. Well, I guess the, the where people have been wondering where she's been prior to the election. I guess she's been holding out uh, for on a gender disparity dispute that she's not being paid as much as her male counterpart. <laughs> Lady, you picked the wrong time to be pulling that ploy because now ain't nobody watching Fox News. And right now ain't nobody. The only people left watching it are watching it for Tucker. OK, the man, they ain't, they ain't holding out over you, cheeky. OK, that just cracked. <laughs> you picked the wrong time to play the lady parts card, lady. I'm hoping and, Tucker moves networks. Yeah, really he am. needs to. Um, the number one downloaded app on uh, Apple is Parlor. by the way. 
Oh, yeah. You better you better hustle with that crisis management team. Get on your knees, beg for forgiveness and actually start showing that you're not uh, the propaganda arm for the Democrats that you seem to be. Uh, Before we get into the coronavirus and the Ticketmaster story you sent to me, I wanted to follow up on Georgia. Um, the play right now for Georgia, this is how desperate the Democrats are. This is how bold they are and they're lying, they're cheating and they're, they're, they're not even hiding the heist. Uh, Andrew Yang, one of the people who ran for president of the Democrat party and others have said now and are actually calling Thomas Friedman and others in the Democrat party are saying you need to move to Georgia. Hey, Democrats move to Georgia temporarily so that you can vote in the runoff elections for the Senate. That is illegal. That is fraud. You were supposed to be a, a, an actual resident of a state. It is illegal to move to another state temporarily just so that you can vote in, in an election. It, it tells you everything you need to know about, Demo, about the Democrat Party. And as we started this show, that should horrify you as Democrats. If you are somebody that thinks it's okay to cheat, to steal in an election, that the end justifies the means, then, then you have no character. You have no integrity. You're somebody that, I'm, that I need to hide my purse around. Because if you would do that, you'll go into my, my wallet and take my ATM card out. You'll, go into, you'll steal from me. You'll steal my credit card. You're, you're the kind of man that will go and, and steal and, and, and hit on somebody else's wife and try to take her from her husband. You have no character. You have no integrity. And I'm never going to want to unify with you because I don't unify around theft. I don't unify around lack of character and integrity and lack of principles. And I certainly don't unify around anti-Americanism, which is what's going on with the coronavirus. We've got more shutdowns uh, happening, a return to shutdowns uh, because of case count. And Joe Biden has said, in addition to claiming that he's president-elect, which he's not, he is already assembling his uh, his proposed cabinet, which includes a guy out of Minnesota who says that what we need to do, and he has been saying this for a while. Can't say we didn't tell you so, people. That's right. And Joe Biden is bringing him on, and he has said that what we need is four to six weeks of a complete shutdown in this country. National shutdown. A national shutdown. And that they can come up with an economic package to pay everybody to stay at home. And I mean, when he says everybody, he means including state, city, local government. He says the problem that we had with the March to May shutdowns was that it didn't go far enough. It wasn't stringent enough. And then on top of it, that's that would happen. He says four to six weeks. Well, we're now in seven months where we're still in partial shutdowns. Then the play is that we we would stay shut down until a vaccine. But then it gets even worse. Because Zeke Emanuel, who Biden has brought in, has says that he doesn't even think that the United States should get all the vaccine the first go round. We would never be reopened for business again, ever. This is what's at stake for you when you're cheering the Democrat Party stealing the election. If you're a Democrat right now, do you and you own a business in San Diego and you think about how you're suffering right now under Gavin Newsom, you don't know suffering. Just remember, Gavin Newsom promised two weeks, slow the curve, flatten the curve. Where are we at right now, Gavin? Yeah. Well, and, and that was actually Fauci got President Trump yeah. to do 14 days to flatten the curve. This These shutdowns are not about stopping coronavirus. They're about stopping the economy. It's about complete government takeover of our entire nation. With no end in sight. No end in sight. Speaking of the vaccination, so Ticketmaster, and here's something else. There's a reason why. You can go into Walmart, but you can't go to a concert, and you can go to Pot Shop, but you can't go and sit down in a restaurant, and all that kind of stuff. One of the things that they've withheld from us is events, concerts, conventions, and all this kind of stuff. Now, Ticketmaster came out and said what today? 
Ticketmaster came out and said that they're getting ready to relaunch how you know you can buy tickets to events and all that. And if you want to use Ticketmaster to buy tickets to their events, you have to do one of two things. You have to prove upcoming when the vaccine is available that you have had the vaccination and you're good to go or two and it'll probably be both eventually two you have to have two consecutive negative covid tests prove that and you can go to one of their sponsored events and and what the article says is that this is this is not just a ticket master the reason why Ticketmaster is the first to be di- this to be discussed with is that primarily most sporting events are reportedly th- through Ticketmaster and and mass concerts um, but if you start reading the details of the of this article this is they're saying that this is basically the test run for how they're going to lay this out and that this will be the case for us with uh, any kind of airline travel cruises Pretty much every aspect of our life, is the the plan is for us to have to follow that model. So it's forced vaccinations coming uh, after they decide to allow us to even have vaccinations after a full and complete United States economic shutdown. You don't want that. That's Stand they, up, people. That's right. You don't want that. You need to fight and support recounts, if not full redos and revotes in these contested states. We're going to be back tomorrow night. Thank you, veterans. Love you all.